Bobby's Late Breakfast on News Talk. Now you're most welcome back to the programme. Bobby here trying to find his glasses, but it's all good. I'll, um, I'll read it for you, Bobby. But uh, <laughs> my next guest, I know you'll have to listen to my intro to this. You know you've made it big. Uh, when you when when your name has become a verb, to Dermot Bannon your house loosely means that you're going to take a rundown property, turn it into a spacious, light-filled den of bliss. Dermot is currently back on our screens with his incredible homes, uh, where he showcases many of the world's most stylish and amazing homes, from sunny Sydney to London City to stylish Melbourne to the snowy landscape of northern Sweden. Dermot explores how people live about the globe in this four-part series. Good morning to you, Dermot Bannon. Good morning, Bobby. How are you? Lovely to see you again. And you too. Um, I think the last time we we spoke on air was out in the a, a dark, uh, lonely, dreary February in Malahide. Oh, in Gibney's. When we were, when we were walking <laughs> along the streets. So it's great to see you. Back to High so Street. So fine and well. How yeah. are things? They're good. They're good. We Busy. changed the name. We, we dropped High Street. We're now Your Town, Your Main your Street. Your Town, Well, I think still a yeah. brilliant initiative. And Take Back the Towns. We yeah. were in Wicklow yesterday. It was great. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and Hello to my Wicklow cousins, <laughs> all the O'Briens live in Wicklow Town, if they're, if they're listening this morning. Now, how have things been? Um, it's been pretty mad. It's been pretty mad, yeah. Room to Improve finished up and then we started straight into Incredible Homes um, and that's on air at the moment. But I'm, st- I'm still back in the thick of Room to Improve. So if anybody's worried that it's not coming back, it is. It's coming back. It'll be in the autumn. All right, let, let's talk about Incredible Homes. Yes. I, I watched one, I, well, I've seen it all, but I, I, I watched another one yesterday. Which one? Uh, the one when you were in Melbourne, uh, you were in Cairns. Yes. And I, first of all, I want to ask you this, because yeah. how do you how do you go about finding the Incredible Homes? What's the process in terms of, because I'd suggest a lot of people would be quite private about their yeah, homes. And they so are, and we have to, so what happens is we, we, we normally look at award-winning houses. We, we contact the locals, the, the equivalent of the RAAI Okay, so so generally then these are people who would be, who would have entered their house into an award. Exactly, and it would okay. have won Home of the Year. Or okay, would have, would have so won there's a, a, that, an architectural merit to it. I'm, that means that they're okay with at least some publicity on the house exactly or, or they would have, they might have had a camera there before or they might have had okay. so they're they're generally kind of buildings built by no architects of, of fairly high esteem and they would have won an award so we start there and then sometimes they they might throw up some and um, even on Instagram I'm on Instagram and I was following a couple of guys in Australia um kind of heroes of mine and they, we rang them and they said yeah no problem great so that so that it's it's amazing how social media can now connect you then we did a couple of episodes last year in New York and Los Angeles and we sent them over the New York one so they could see how we were going to portray their houses and then they all said yes one woman didn't uh, she yeah. didn't say um, I don't know if you saw the first one in Sydney Indigo Slam Judith Nielsen she's, she's was that the one that turned its back on the sea uh, no on the street yeah. on, on the, but it, she she wanted to meet me when we arrived to see whether she would let me in or not so on the first night that we landed in Sydney didn't go well. everybody went to bed <laughs> and I had to get into a taxi and go and meet Judith and be kind of grilled for a half an hour and to see if we got on and we got on really well and she, that, that was it but nobody had ever been in that house before Wow! In the, uh, it's the one that caused a lot of uh, Twitter uh, kind of reaction it's, it's the one where you get the horse up and down the stairs on, on, yeah. on, on, on week number one um, but she, she had to grill me before she let me into her home 
Tell me about, uh, and again, the, 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 the house that I was intrigued with yesterday, the two gay lads uh, down in Melbourne had yes. this house, which for me looked like an art gallery. And then, you know, a guy's pulling an oven out of a drawer. And I just said, well, how could you live in this place? I suppose for, for them, it, it, was <laughs> a, uh, it, it was an art experiment. Like he, he had, um, uh, Robin Williams is the architect, not the comedian, but, the, the, but he, he had this very, very, very strong concept of the sand dune. So you, if you ever pulled up in a car park um, in an Irish beach, right? And uh, so there was gravel outside, but, but the big, thick, heavy gravel, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the hardcore, the, not, yeah. none of the soft gravel. And that's what would be in a, in a beach car park. Then you walk through the front door and you saw the sky. So if, if you're standing behind a sand dune, you just see the sky. You As you climb the sand dune, you see the horizon, then you see the sea then you see the foliage in front of it and the beach and all that. So the, the, what happened is they had this stunning view out in St. Andrews and it, it just slowly revealed itself. And then as to get to the next level, you had to walk across the water yeah. and just take off your shoes and yeah, socks. I just thought that was all a bit... Uh, but it, it, it like, you know, you come home and after a hard day at work and you're taking off your shoes and socks. But and I think we all want something different from our homes. Yeah. And they did this and this was his passion and this was... Would I live in it? Probably not. <laughs> um, would I... Yeah, you're right. Like, I have three kids, like, finding the toaster every single time. But for them, it was... This was this was their ultimate joy. Yeah, no, and I know you're right. Like, it, it's a very individual thing everybody has their own interests and some yeah. people love sports some people love um, I don't know playing cards whatever everybody has their thing and that was theirs theirs was kind of creating this piece of sculpture and living in it and actually there was it was really really open at the top but when we closed the doors in the evening time it changed it completely yeah. and it became very very cosy and one thing that I noted when when we were over there filming right uh, the, the um, Anna and Jenny were data wrangling that means they have to download all the cards really quickly and get them because if we lose any of that information we, the whole trip has been but normally they find somewhere and they're sitting up on floors and they're trying to get cushions and they're doing all that they all sat on the floor with no support because you know if you sit on, on, on the slope yeah, uh, if you sit on, on grass or go to a park you always put your hands behind your back and to support you you didn't there because that slope was just perfect the guy and even he rattled out the gradient 6.7 6 degrees yeah, or very something. good well done <laughs> <laughs> you wrote your notes last night <laughs> tell um, me this when you don't like a house term yes. you, you know there's a little bit of politics in it is there not well, if you're being invited in as a guest yes. clearly they want this house to be showcased in a good light well, so you, if you absolutely hate a place okay. what, uh, how do you deal with okay, it okay so in, in all the houses in Melbourne I, all of them I wanted to go to see Right, even the one in Currens, which was the the stamp house, which was the one out on the lake, uh, but they were all houses I was really intrigued by. I did not like any of them. Would I live in them, or did I question them? Yes. And there's always going to be a bit of critical analysis of a building, and some of them will just blow you away, and you'll, you'll never find a fault in it because mm. they're just that good. Others will 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 kind of they'll make you question yourself and say, okay, do I really like this? Because I, I think I said it in in the house in Currens, like uh, my head likes it, but my heart doesn't, <laughs> and that and and it was something that it kind of. There was something that got into your spirit. But there, when we go to London tonight, there's one house that I wasn't... I, okay. I, and what it does, what it did was what we try and do when we go to a different uh, city, especially in Sweden, we try and paint a picture of what it's like to live there a little bit as well. Yeah. So in Sweden, it was, we went purposefully in in the middle of the winter because they spend, they spend a huge amount of the year in complete darkness. So when architecture is all about light and all about space and all about views, what happens when you take all of that away? Yeah, yeah. And that's what the Swedish show is about. Can you still make architecture that, you know, works? And yes, they did. And it kind of reverted back to what we do really well. You know, the pub, the 
they just lower the lights, <laughs> candles. You cozy in, you hunker up, you kind of you, you hibernate a little bit. Speaking of the pub, um, yeah. you're doing your own renovation at home at the moment, and I'm, I'm not making this into a pub. I'm told Bobby. you're influenced by pubs. You, you, <laughs> well, you, you were quoted as saying that you were I, you I, were influenced by the pub. It so. is uh, very much so because if. Uh, I want to do an open plan house. Okay, one of the, we live. We came from a, a smaller open plan house, and although it was a nightmare sometimes with kids screaming, yeah. and has anybody ever stood on a toy car in the middle of the night when you go down to get a drink uh, with the door open on the you know the little ones, and it goes right. So the, the open plan living is, is great, but you have to plan it right. And what what the pub does is it gives you if you imagine a big pub, you go into a big pub. There's a massive big space, but every there's little areas are are, are made like snugs, and yeah. you can be in 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 a pub that might there might be. 300 people in it but if you can gather around a table and make, so what the, what, the, what I'm trying to do with this house is make it open plan so we're all connected so that when the family are together we're together they're not off in other rooms but that you everybody can retreat to their own little space yeah, within yeah. that so it's there's 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 spaces in the house that are not really defined they're just spaces and I'm going to see what happens there and tell me about the pressure. Like, is it is it a sort of a cobbler shoe vets dog scenario? A, like, there's big pressure now. A lot of people saying he's doing up his own house. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to do. It's huge pressure, right? It's so, a, but and, it, but I think you've said yourself that and it's not huge pressure to do something amazing. Like what I'm finding the most of, which is the biggest surprise, because we're right in the middle of them. So you're getting me at my rawest, yeah. right? And this is this is where you can ask me anything. Um, Normally, I, I'm, I'm very confident in what I do, right? So when I go into somebody's house, I'll say, we're doing this and that's it. And then they say, could we change that? No, because if we change that, it will mess up every all the other, could the, the first idea that we had. In my own house, if somebody questions it at all, if the builder says, oh, I don't know about that, I'm going, really? <laughs> and and I have, I, what I've had to do is I've, to, uh, I've, I've had to enlist a buddy of mine, Kieran, to work alongside with me because he keeps me on the straight and narrow. Yeah, cause, okay. cause if, if, because what happens is if the engineer and the and um, the builder turn around to me and say, I'm not really sure about that detail. Are you really sure you want to do that? I'm, I am I go like jelly. And, and what Kieran does is, keep going, you're fine. Keep going, you're fine. He gives me this boot up the backside once a week just to say, keep going, you're fine. And when are you hoping your own house will be finished? July. Right, okay. Yeah, we have, uh, in, we're renting a house at the moment and we've got the, the you know, the chart, the programme yeah. of, of where we're at. The, and I'm colouring The bar it, on the wall. Yeah, I'm colouring it in day by day, which I've never done before. Like, I've, it, 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 it's, it's up there so the family can see it. We go up and visit it kind of once a week. How's the budget? Us grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. I have Petri- where we are filming it, and we, we we're, we're it's not a room to improve because uh, my family are kind of don't want to be in it. They're private, and they d- d- so we're filming it, and we don't know what kind of a program it is. But Patricia's back. Do you remember the QS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had a couple of years ago. Yeah, she, that she used to spar with. Yes, she, she's back on this. Um, so it, I don't know what kind of it'll either be. It'll either be great or it'll be a big fair play to you because I, again, people are funny about their homes. Like, yeah. you know, you got this thing, your house is your castle, the privacy thing, you know, and but, I go, you're a very public character, but, but well, allowing but, people into your own home, I think, is a step. Well, it's not, it's not I don't think it's about, the, uh, for me, I, uh, maybe it is, maybe I'm completely naive and stupid to, to do this, but I just think that this is me going through a process and me kind of piecing together all of the things that I've learned over the last 12 years to make my own home and I'm hoping that there'll be something that everybody can get from this because mm. I'm learning from it and I'm questioning things and I'm anxious and I'm stressed and I'm worried so I, I think that not for me not to film it is, yeah. is, 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 is would be kind of odd because most architects their finest work sometimes is their own home 
you know, and that's the one that gets ends up getting published. Like you see, you see in in in, in Incredible Homes, a lot of the houses that we go to see are architects' own homes. Yeah, 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 and and, and, and they're a showcase for their work. It's, it's in, 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 in an indirect without way, without being really, really up my own backside about it. It's kind of like your thesis, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, I get it. I think I get it. So I'm I'm I am nervous about showing it, but I'm I'm not. I'm not nervous about showing it in a, in a kind of nosiness way because most of the show will be about the process and how I went about making what I think is my ultimate home. Do you think we'll ever go that fashion will change from away from this open plan living back to smaller rooms again? No, it's not. It's like, it's like saying, do you think fashion will change? We'll have sculleries and downstairs in the basement that people will. Well, I, I just know a number of people who did the kind of large open plan yeah. kitchen. And when the kids all went and they were of a different time, they kind of preferred the smaller, cosy room. So, oh, yeah, look, I think like, there's different times at different th- times of our lives. And that doesn't mean that, like, w- yeah, so a house should be flexible. And that's why I'm saying I'm doing an open plan house, but there's lots of uh, snug areas off it. So it's all connected, but when it needs to be closed down, it can be. And there's spaces that aren't defined. So I know I have a space at, at the front of the house that's going to be, I have a six-year-old son and he loves playing toy cars, but he won't in two or three years' yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So what's that going to become? And then what happens when all three of them have left? What what are all these? What, so I'm I am thinking it because I, I I'm I'm lucky in a way that I get to work with people who are just kind of setting out in life and people who are 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 kind of have downsized. Yeah. So you get to see every stratum of society. So yeah, you're right. And there is sometimes the space can be too big for people, and sometimes the space can be too big for families. And look, you and me have talked about this before. Like it is, uh, I, look, we have a huge housing crisis in this country, and and part of the things that are driving this housing crisis is that we don't have enough family homes and people are squashed in. But we actually do. There's bigger here there's 2 million family homes there's 1 point uh, I think it's 1.8 of those sorry there's 2 million homes in Ireland there's 1.8 million of those are family homes and we've 900,000 families so we have an awful lot of people living in houses that are way too big for them but the big problem is that there's nowhere for them to move out of we keep building the same houses over and over and don't allow people we don't we don't build um like uh, complex solutions where there's two beds, three beds, four. I don't know if you saw the house in Sweden or the program in Sweden where we went to an apartment block designed yeah, yeah. by Which, and this, this, the, even the way students live now, where there's yeah. a common area, you have your yes. own bedroom and your own bathroom, that's and everything you, else is common. That's all you need as a student. Yeah, no, as a it's student, true. you want you don't need living rooms. You need communal spaces yeah. because they go out and meet in pubs or they they gather. Like it's, it's, it's very it's clever. It's, and it's, it's, and it makes it's, eminent it's just sense. Understanding what uh, at different stages of life people need. Like my mum's living in a big four bedroomed house she doesn't need it she often every time we drive by somewhere small for sale she's god isn't that lovely <laughs> but she wants to stay in her own community so it it, it is it, 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 I think the, the, the whole the big house for the big family is great but it's not it doesn't sometimes one house for the whole of your life isn't the best solution and it's not the best solution for society neither I think um, a multitude of different types of houses and sizes of houses in every community so that people can move up and move down when they need to and not kind of miss out on village life. Let me finish by right. reminding people that the final episode of, of uh, Incredible Homes is on tonight. On, and we're in London. At, at 9.30 and they're in London and he hates a house he's told us No, here. I didn't say hate. <laughs> I so questioned. <laughs> and finally, there's a text in that says, Dermot, when your kids get to 14, 15 and 16, uh, they and their friends do not want to be in the same space as you. Well, we have kept one small den for that because I have a 14-year-old and I know she doesn't even want to be in the same car as me, <laughs> let alone in the same space as me. Dermot Banner, ladies and gentlemen, always a pleasure. Thank Thanks, you. Dermot. Bobby's Late Breakfast on News Talk.